up, everybody? Welcome to the Mystery Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Alonzo. This week, I wanted to do something a little different, uh, focus more on sports betting, uh, primarily when it comes to football. Every week, I put together a segment on the NFL and give out some locks for you to wager on. Uh, this week, I'm going to a little different. I'm going to go into some college football, primarily, you know, some top 25, some of the power conferences. Um, I'm going to discuss which team to take against the spread. I'm going to start things off with the ACC. Um, first game here is the number two Notre Dame, the 13 and a half point favorites at Boston College. Right off the bat, I want to warn betters to be careful with this particular game. Uh, obviously, Notre Dame is coming off a huge win over Clemson last week, but that makes this a classic letdown spot, especially against an average Boston College team that almost beat Clemson the week before. Uh, the, the Eagles are coming off their look-ahead spot. That was a game against Syracuse last week. Uh, this was a game that the Eagles won 16-13. They had 397 total yards of offense, but their quarterback threw for just 199 yards and a touchdown. They did have 198 yards rushing, averaging 4.1 yards per carry, which was a positive sign heading into this game with the Irish. We all know that Notre Dame looked great offensively against the Tigers, but again, this could be a game where they just coast through it. Um, For example, if you look at this game now, uh, the last game, Ian Book threw for 310 yards and a touchdown against the Tigers, and the Irish also had 201 yards rushing. So they were, they were great offensively against uh, Clemson. Even with that being said, the Irish still do not have an elite passing offense and are only 33rd in the country in total offense. Uh, Boston College is still not allowing fans, so the row factor may be diluted. But because Notre Dame is ranked number two in the country, they're going to get the Eagles' best effort. Even after a monster game offensively, I do not trust Notre Dame in this spot to lay two touchdowns. For that reason, I'm I'm going with the Eagles. I'm taking Boston College. The other game in the ACC has number nine, Miami Hurricanes. They're two-point underdogs at Virginia Tech. With Clemson losing, the Miami Hurricanes will try to get back into the conversation for the ACC championship as as they have a tough test here against the Virginia Tech Hokies. Uh, Miami beat North Carolina State last week, but they did so in an unconvincing fashion in reality. Uh, The the Hurricanes did have a total of 620 yards of offense, and De'Eric King threw for 430 and five touchdowns. He was an absolute beast. Um, King also was the leading rusher for Miami in this game, picking up 105 yards with his legs. However, the reason why he had to do so much was because of how badly their defense played. Um, Knowing that they have no room forever, I I expect their defense to tighten up here, especially against the Hokies' rushing attack. Um, The Hokie season has really fallen apart as they lost to Liberty last week, and they were 17.5-point favorites. So that was a really bad loss for them. Virginia Tech, uh, they tied the game up very late but allowed the the Liberty Flames to march down the field and kick a game-winning field goal. Not only that, but the Hokies called a timeout before the Flames' 59-yard attempt that ended up being blocked and returned for a touchdown. So just think about that for a second. Um, The good news is that they're still an elite rushing offense. 
They they now average 277 and a half yards per game on the ground, which ranks fifth in the country. Virginia Tech is actually the favorite coming into this game. I personally, I do not see it. Miami has a far better quarterback um, who can tear apart the Hokies defense all game long. Virginia Tech is still reeling from losing a Liberty. And with how the season has gone, I believe we'll see Miami win this one outright. Now to the Big Ten, where we have number 10, Indiana. There are seven-point favorites uh, this week at Michigan State. The Indiana, the Indiana Hoosiers are off to a 3-0 start uh, for the 2020 season. Um, are they the real deal? And, you know, as the number 10 national ranking indicates, it appears that's the case. I mean, the Hoosiers opening win over Penn State actually wasn't that spectacular, but they followed it up by blasting both Rutgers and Michigan in much easier fashion. Quarterback uh, Michael Penix Jr. struggled against the Nittany Lions before punching in the winning two-point conversion in dramatic fashion. And the momentum from that one play seems to have propelled him to a new heights. Over the past two contests, uh, contests, Phoenix has thrown for 580 yards, six touchdowns, and no interceptions. He also wrote, uh, he also rushed for a touchdown against Scarlet Knights. It's just impossible to see uh, the Michigan State Spartans containing Indiana's offense. Michigan State is one and two with a relatively uninspiring 24-27 win over Michigan, plus lopsided losses to Rutgers and Iowa. This team's most recent performance was by far its worst, um, you know, and it, it may take more than a week to recover from a 49-7 drubbing suffered at the hands of the Hawkeyes. Uh, one touchdown is not going to be enough for the Spartans. I like Indiana in this game. The next game in the Big Ten, you have number 13, Wisconsin. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites at Michigan. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines are desperate need of a win heading into Saturday's matchup with the Wisconsin Badgers. Michigan opened with a victory over Minnesota, but promptly lost to Michigan State and Indiana in succession. A 38-21 setback against the Hoosiers last week was especially alarming. On offense, head coach Jim Marba is using a carousel of running backs, and none of them have been able to get into rhythm. The Wolverines' defense has been more of a problem. They actually rank 104th in the country against the pass, allowing 287.3 such yards per contest. Um, it sounds like Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz will be good to go for this one, and he should be able to exploit those deficiencies. His team has played just one game in 2020 due to coronavirus issues, but it was an impressive one. Uh, they won 45-7 to over Illinois. The Badgers are 16-7 against the spread in their last 23 on the road and 4-1 against the spread in their last five against the Big Ten. Michigan, on the other hand, is 1-4 against the spread in the last five overall and 2-5 against the spread in its last seven as an underdog. And not just that, they're also 2-10-1 against the spread in the last 13 meetings between the two teams. It's also worth noting that the favorite is 5-1 against the spread in the last six head-to-head -head matchups. I'm going with Wisconsin, and I'm doing it with confidence. Last game here in the Big Ten is number 23, Northwestern. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites at Purdue. 
Um, it will be a battle of undefeated teams when per the Purdue Boilermakers entertain Northwestern Wildcats on Saturday night. The sample size is bigger for Northwestern, which is 3-0, thanks to victories over Maryland, Iowa, and Nebraska. Uh, a 43-3 beatdown of Maryland was especially impressive and has only improved in stature in the wake of the Terrapins' resurgence and wins over Minnesota and Penn State. The Wildcats are surrendering a mere 12 points per game. Their defense was expected to be good heading into 2020, and it's been even better than advertised. In fact, they have not surrendered a single second-half point yet. That is obviously bad news for the Boilermakers, who are 2-0 after having last week's game at Wisconsin canceled because of coronavirus issues. Aiden O'Connell has been effective under center, but his team is averaging just 3.3 yards per carry. Uh, the home team is not going to be able to do much against Northwestern if it remains one-dimensional. The Wildcats are 3-0-1 against the spread in their last four overall. They're also 3-0-1 against the spread in the last four against the Big Ten and 4-0 against the spread in the last four trips to Purdue. It's also worth noting that the road team is 7-1 against the spread in the last eight head-to-head -head matchups. Back to Wildcats with plenty of confidence as well. All right, so there's a couple of ranked teams from the Pac-12 that I want to cover as well, uh, starting with number 20, USC, 14-point favorites at Arizona. Um, there may be some out there who were a bit underwhelmed by USC's one-point victory last weekend, but there's, there's still plenty of reasons for optimism moving forward. For instance, sophomore quarterback Keaton Slovis broke a school record with 40 pass completions, and sophomore wideout Drake London had a breakout performance with 125 receiving yards. Um, one of these youngsters, one of these two youngsters, really, you know, I, I think once they really start to click, you know, watch out. Plus, there are plenty of trends that points to, in USC's direction, at least for, for this weekend. USC is 4-1 and one straight up in their last five games. Arizona is an ugly 1-6 against the spread over the last seven contests and 4-11-1 against the spread in their last 16 November contests. Most notably, the head-to-head -head matchup between these two squads can't be ignored. USC is 6-1 against the spread in the last seven games against Arizona, while the Wildcats have only won one of their last nine home games against the Trojans. We understand if you're worried of USC's underwhelming performance last weekend, especially when coupled with the fact that we haven't seen Arizona play yet. Don't overthink it, though. Take USC against the spread. Okay, the last game uh, for the Pac-12 here is going to be number 11, Oregon. They are 10-point favorites at Washington State this week. Now, this game uh, is one where... I think you're going to see a big discrepancy, you know, between both teams, right? Oregon, you know, the first thing I'm going to say is really good luck Washington State, right? Oregon looked the part of a top 10 team in their season opener against a solid Stanford squad, winning by three scores. Their quarterback, Tyler uh, Show, he looked great in his first start, co collecting both a throwing and rushing touchdown. The offense should have a great chance of keeping that momentum going against a Washington State defense. That's allowed 35, almost 36 points per game over their last four contests. Further, Oregon is now 13-1 and one straight up in their last 14 games. 
uh, and they're five and two against the spread over the past seven. Meanwhile, their opponent is only four and nine against the spread over the last 13. We know pundits will will put a whole lot of uh, stock in the fact that Washington State is 10 and 0 against the spread in their past 10 contests against Oregon. Ignore that noise. This is a new season, and this is one of the best Oregon squads you know we've seen in years. We're taking the Ducks against the spread. The last game I'm going to cover here is going to be in the SEC. Um, this is uh, the only ranked team in the SEC that will be playing this weekend. Arkansas is a 17.5-point underdog in Gainesville versus the number six Florida Gators. Arkansas is a team that's been overachieving all year, and it shows in their 6-0 and against the spread record. Florida is due for a letdown this week, coming off a huge win against Georgia. Arkansas quarterback Felipe Franks has been playing amazing in their last five games recording 13 touchdowns and only one interception. He also had to transfer away from Florida because he lost the starting job to current quarterback, quarterback Kyle Trask. Franks is excited to come back to where he went to school for four seasons and show them that he is better than Kyle Trask. This number is way too high to take Florida in this spot. Arkansas is coming off a game against a bad team and is playing even worse team next week. So they'll be able to go all out this week. There is value in Arkansas money line as well at plus 570. The Razorbacks are still being undervalued as 17 and a half point underdogs. This, lean, this line is pushed up because of the massive win Florida had over Georgia. Expect Felipe Franks to play unbelievable football and Arkansas to cover this massive spread easily. Take the Razorbacks in this spot. So that's going to be all for this week's college football show. I was hoping to go over more of the top teams this week, more of the power uh, conference teams, but we did have a few games canceled, few top five teams canceled uh, or postponed, you know, teams affected like uh, you got Georgia, Bama, Ohio State. So hopefully next week I'll have more games to go over. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to all this action on Saturday. I'll be sure to be doing a lot of wagering, parlaying some of these games. Like always, if you need a site, you need somewhere to go, I've already mentioned them before, best in the business, mysportsbook.lv. Make sure to use my code irrelevant so that you get 150% match on your deposit. These guys, top of the line, get paid within 24 hours. Check them out. Do your wagering there. Lots of good games for you to bet on. Uh, like I said, apart from all these spreads, that money line in the Arkansas game, that could be a tricky one there. That's one I'm looking at. Uh, I'm thinking about taking Arkansas. Uh, that could be a big money maker for you in, a, in what could be a letdown game for the Gators. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll be coming uh, with you. I'll be coming to you guys tomorrow with the NFL locks and picks for the week. Thanks again. Johnny Alonso. Thank <laughs> you.